Welcome to the Paperless Movement Podcast. I'm Tom Solid, your host, and I'm so excited to share another thrilling episode with you, where I deep dive into the digital productivity space together with my guests. As usual, this episode is not sponsored. However, providing you this value for free is only possible thanks to all of you who are part of the Paperless Movement membership. You allow me to stay independent with my opinion. But also as a member, you can join these interviews live when they are recorded for a chance to ask your own questions and you will even get access to chapterized video versions of this and previous episodes. So if you'd like to become a member eager to max out the full potential of your digital productivity system, check out paperlessmovement.com. And now, without further ado, let's dive into this chat. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the Paperless Movement YouTube channel. No, actually podcast as well. <laughs> it's always complicated to both to serve both audiences. But nevertheless, I'm happy that we have live members here. Obviously, this interview is live. So thanks for, for being in the chat. Just if you have any questions along the interview, feel free to go into the chat and ask or give feedback. But, you know, who are we talking to today? I think I should introduce this person. And I'm really excited, especially because he also already is our partner expert inside the Paperless Movement membership. He's partner expert for MeisterTask, but for so much more. He's a life coach as well. And he will explain you much more in detail when he will introduce himself. Björn Bobach, I can say this pretty well as I'm German. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Björn, welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm very, very happy to be here. So who am I? I am a MeisterTask expert. As of today, <laughs> I am uh, a certified personal and business coach, but originally I was a musician. I was an opera singer professionally in Germany for 10 years, and I had uh, a lot of pretty harsh breaks in my life because at certain points in my life, I always realized, okay, something is wrong. I have to do something different. I had to go on the hunt for what I really want to do. And through various different industries, Apple, one among them, I was an Apple manager at an Apple store. I finally ended up being self-employed and really doing what I love, and that is developing people and helping teams to work better together. I think that sums it up, doesn't it? That sounds good. So was life coach the right word or is it a different thing? Is it a, a team uh, coach, productivity coach? What is the sign on LinkedIn? The sign on LinkedIn is MeisterTask expert, personal and business coach. Personal development. This is this is the, the word that I was looking for. I don't like the term life coach. You know, the, mm. the term coach in itself isn't protected by any law whatsoever. Everybody can be a coach if he wants mm. to. Everybody can call himself a coach. I'm trying to do this in a very professional way with a good education behind me and certification as well. So there's a so lot. Tell of me more. Tell mm. me more about the certification. You just said as of two today no today <laughs> right now i meant to uh, as of you you already uncertified but i think you completed it a month ago already or even a year ago the certification to be a personal coach For coaching yeah oh that was in december that was all oh, right see. okay there, there's yeah. the, okay yeah. so we got this out of the way but you are a certified official coach maybe you share a bit about this what does it mean what is the difference between a self-announced coach and a certified coach Good question. First of all, I, I really wanted to know what I'm talking about and what I'm teaching and what I'm doing with people, because coaching is something really personal. You really get into people's heads and you really get in touch with people's feelings, their drive, their motivations. And 
I always felt when I watched the, the online coaches, sort of, I always felt this is not the right way to work because what they usually do is they tell you, look at me, I'm perfect. I'm so successful. Just do what I am doing right for the past five years and you will be as successful as me. Hmm. And that cannot be the right way because we are all so unique and so different and we all have different mindsets, different things we believe in. So I really wanted to know how to actually have an impact on people without telling them, look at me or you won't be successful. I like this approach. Also, I'm not a certified coach. I'm certified in so many things, but <laughs> not as a coach, but I have the same mindset. So I, I don't like these people saying, do what I do or use what I use and you will be successful. First of all, I'm not saying any names, but I see it so many times on YouTube or in different places where I see people teaching something where I highly doubt that I use it exactly the same way for themselves because they already have a different business. It's the same for me. I'm, I'm running the paperless movement as a business now. How can I relate 100% to all the different business areas? So this is where I developed the ICOR framework, which is a tool agnostic way to learn this, to understand the fundamentals that I've applied to different businesses. It's a framework. So yeah. you have some basics that you need to understand, and then you build up your personal system around them. And I think this is uh, equal what you do for personal development. Now yeah. let's name it this way. Yeah, I think it's it's the same. Yeah, the thing is with these YouTubers, well, we are not going to name drop anyone, but there's, there's as long you don't say Tom Solid, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't worry. No, no, no. Yeah. Uh, actually, you stood out to me because the because I knew who you were before we got in touch. You stood out to me because you're not one of those prophets. Thank people. you very much. Yeah, and it, I can tell you this is a hard place to be, being not sponsored. And yeah. I'm really proud. So I'm mentioning it the first time here in the interview as it is live. We launched officially the Paperless Movement Verified Partner Program. So this means actually companies need to apply to, a ver to become uh, verified by the Paperless Movement with our conventions that we set there, what tool companies actually need to have, but also our partner experts. So then we become partners, right? So you are my partner expert. You're not paying me to do this interview or things like this. We are here together because we think we can bring value to the table. And the, the goal is really to make the world more productive. It sounds cheesy, but it is. this is really the thing where I think the, forget the competition, forget all these number-driven things that so many companies do. They can do this on themselves. But I see the paperless movement as the neutral ground where the companies come together, partner experts come together, and we actually help the people to improve their systems and the companies to improve their tools. I think this is very important as well. So yeah. they can actually get some feedback from us and other partner experts within the paperless movement. Yeah. So very glad to have you with us. Thank you. But let me get back to the YouTubers for a second, because I, this is a point I really want to stress. Absolutely. Um, you stood out to me because usually when you see these profits on YouTube or other platforms, what they all share is they're probably very good looking. Did you notice? They are all very athletic. They have a professional camera team around them that just... You know, that watches them, how they go about their daily life and how they are so productive and so mindful. That's the other yeah. thing. And um, this is just not how people work. And I'm not an athletic, super energetic guy, but I, I have the tools and I can teach frameworks. That's important. Minds frameworks, it's frameworks for the, for the mind mm -hmm. that help you achieve stuff, that help you overcome obstacles, that help you eliminate conflicts with colleagues, 
private conflicts, whatever. And I work with frameworks as well. And this is why the ICOR principle is so attractive to me because it's a framework and you don't tell people you have to use this tool and you have to use this tool. And as I said in my, in my introduction video, you can use Meister task. And I, I strongly suggest you should, but if you are used to working with Trello, for example, and you love Trello, go ahead and do it. That's yeah, there, there, there are two sides. I mean, if either is you're used to a tool and then you just look for the next shiny object and you're tempted to use something else, or you always use the wrong tool, but the reason is you never understood why you're using this tool mm -hmm. and you just picked what was there. I mean, Trello, for example, is a good example. It is around for so long. Evernote is another example. Mm -hmm. um, Evernote is also a verified partner uh, with the paperless movement as well. Mm -hmm. But they are... They are trying to improve mm -hmm. and Trello as well. All of them try to improve. But what I don't want to have is people just go there because everybody knows Evernote or everybody uses Evernote. There are specific use cases for each person and maybe there are some tools. And mm -hmm. certainly we are helping people and me sending them my members to the partner experts who are experts in certain tools to find the right tools. So with iCore, they find the right tool or what they realize what they actually need. And then it's much easier to find the right tools for the system. That's that's the goal. Usually people start with the tool and then they blame the tool and then switch tools and never mm -hmm. get anything done because they never went to the basics and understood the system. Yeah. So yeah, a lot we have in common here. I just want to, in between, Thomas Flügli, sorry, I'm even German, I'm not able to say it. <laughs> Thomas Flügli-Staller, würde jetzt mal sagen, das ist so, wrote in German, I will just translate it. Hi Björn, we've been in contact already. I'm a, um, a raving fan for MeisterTask or a raving MeisterTask user. So oh. I don't know. But so, so you know, there are people who know you. This is great. And he's a MeisterTask user. And I know yeah. that many are fans of MeisterTask as well. We recently had an interview with MeisterTask. There's also a blog post about MeisterTask uh, where I talked to the CEO, if you want to check this out. And this is even greater than that we have a MeisterTask partner expert there who loves to use MeisterTask. So let's get to the tool now. Why is MeisterTask your tool of choice when you do the coaching and so on and you say there's no pressure? If you're not using MeisterTask, It's your, you know, it's your choice, but I would recommend it to you. Sounds to me that MeisterTask would fit to everybody in your, in your opinion. Yeah, it probably would. Maybe not the hard tech nerd type of people, but let me give you, let me give you the reason why I think it's, it's the perfect tool for everybody. I, I have done a lot of workshops for companies who introduce mm -hmm. MeisterTask to their teams or who have already been using MeisterTask and want to improve the process of using it. And um, in my workshops, usually there's at least 20% of people that are afraid of tools, that are really afraid, that are scared of a new tool. They're often from a certain generation, 50 plus. Sometimes there's younger people as well who I can sense the moment we start the workshop, they are anxious. They are, they are afraid they won't master it. And the amazing thing is that usually all of them end up using it and they love using it. And this is for some reason. MeisterTask is so simple and intuitive to use. It's so clear. It's so focused on certain things that it does really well that it takes away the complexity. It takes away the complexity of using a tool. If Let me give you an, an example. Asana is a great tool. For example, it's great. It has lots more features than MeisterTask does. It can do a lot of more things. But if I put one of these people that I just described in front of Asana, 
they will freak out. They will and just we don't even out. don't get me started with ClickUp. I mean, I'm using ClickUp. <laughs> by the way, ClickUp is also a verified partner. We officially partnered up. Yeah. But, you know, I stay neutral and I wouldn't recommend ClickUp for somebody who is not tech savvy or something. Yeah. I think that the essential thing is always it doesn't matter what tool it can be complicated. Any tool can be complicated if you don't give these guidelines, the framework, set them up in a certain way. And this yeah. is what I saw in the past many times. Asana, you mentioned it could be, Asana can be very easy to use, but if you don't set conventions, like what is a priority? How do you structure the projects and things like that? And you yeah. train the people on this, this is this is where the issues become. And you probably will go this road with MeisterTask that it doesn't end in a task manager as they have a whole suite of other things as well. And this makes it easy because they stay in the same ecosystem. Mm -hmm. But I give you the word back <laughs> on this. Yeah, it's true what you're saying. The other thing that you're saying is true as well, that you need guidelines. And this is what I'm doing workshops for. If, if you've ever used MeisterTask, you know that it's very easy to understand and very easy to use. It has a very, very, it doesn't have a very steep learning curve. Mm. But with that comes a big responsibility because people have to talk to each other. How should we use this? What should be our rules? What should be our, what is our approach to this? For example, how should we use tags? Should tags symbolize priority? Should it be categories of products or whatever? But people need to start to talk to each other. And this is something that in general, people often forget when they introduce new tools that they have to talk about it. <laughs> they have to about things, about things they don't even understand. That's the problem, yeah. right? They can yeah, talk about the last football game and yeah. things like this. They can talk <laughs> about this. But when it comes to these things, it's I think yeah. it's a big question to ask. Talk yeah. about what is a priority and so on. Uh, yeah. And then yeah. suddenly you cannot blame the boss anymore because they are in control <laughs> and need to understand this now by themselves yeah. or build this up themselves. I love this approach. Yeah. This, this by the way, um, is one of my biggest recommendations when I work with teams and when I'm doing a workshop is that they at least once a week, they should reserve 15 minutes of time in a weekly meeting where they're all together anyway to talk about how are we using MeisterTask? Is it still fitting? Do we need to adjust? Is everybody happy? You have to talk about using the tool. Yeah, that's that's a good thing. Would you recommend do this forever or is it just the initial phase? Probably not, not, not weekly when you when you're used to it and when it's been when it's implemented well enough, but I would recommend to do it at least on a monthly basis after that. Yeah. 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 So I think there are a few indicators how to see that things are not going well when you have not updated tasks lying around, things like yeah. that. Is there something or is there again a structure that give that you give the people to how, how to do these reviews? Because I can imagine I was working in corporate for eight years, switching tools many times. We had these tasks as well. We got from a coach to do, and then you're sitting in this meeting. The coach is no longer there. You're on your own. And then topics switch, you know, people don't take it serious. And especially when there's no person who is the the motivator or the, the multiplicator in the team who actually is motivated to do this properly, mm -hmm. it becomes the, the daily work, the daily business takes over very quickly. And once you forgot to update a few tasks, it becomes a chain reaction. Yeah, That's the, question just... is why. the question is, why didn't you update the tasks? That's the You thing. answer me. <laughs> that's, Why highly <laughs> that's highly individual but that's the thing that's that's what you have to talk about in these weekly or monthly meetings why aren't you working with it what hinders you what is why don't you do it why do you still use outlook 
why do you still write internal emails? Why don't you use MeisterTask for this? Yeah. And there's probably reasons that eliminate it rather quickly. And what I always offer is a follow-up coaching for the team that I get in touch with them four to six weeks after a workshop. And I just let them tell me what, what, what works well, what doesn't work well. And I try to help them make it work better. Yeah, that's always good to, to keep the people accountable. But yeah. I would argument instead of giving them the task to meet and talk about is the tool working or not, they could also have a meeting where they just give updates about their task statuses. And then they realize, oh, well, I have to update it, even if they do it one day before the meeting. Mm -hmm. But if you have a daily huddle, mm -hmm. then you are forced that everything is updated all the mm -hmm. time. So you're mm -hmm. meeting 15 minutes a day anyway, because you talk about business. Mm -hmm. And then the complaints will come up anyway, because they said, well, I'm using 15 minutes a day just by updating and switching you know, priorities and things like this. That's just the argumentation. I think they have the pressure to update. If they want mm -hmm. to make it work, if there are five people in a team, maybe three do it and one doesn't. So the pressure is there as well. And if, but then discuss this openly. So why is this, why is it, are you not updating and, and what can we do to improve this? So yeah. they always have the feeling that we are all working. This It's a working progress thing. I mean, yeah. 90% aligned here <laughs> with yeah. what you said, maybe a bit reframing. Yeah. The thing is, what I usually recommend is to structure, uh, draw fix or weekly meetings or whatever you call it, to structure them with Meister task and to actually carry them out with Meister task. Um, I have a special board, uh, team board that I designed for this with, with teams. Uh, maybe I can do this in a later video for the, for the expert section. <laughs> Absolutely. Or we can have a, we can have a life coaching where we just, you join us in the iCore group coaching course. Yeah. And then and we can, can discuss it. There are a lot of other partner experts doing this as well now. Yeah, certainly we can dive into this now, but getting back to the tool, does Meister provide me a proper dashboard and where I see KPIs or, you know, the, the, where I just open it up on the huddle. This is always the overview that we have there and can track our goals and so on. Mm -hmm. No. <laughs> Meister task does have a dashboard, but it does not, it does not present you with KPIs. It does, it has a statistic function where you can see who has finished how many tasks and what time, but it is not KPI driven. It's mm -hmm. task driven. It's, it's related to you. It wants you to get your stuff done, but it's not KPI driven. There is no dashboard with KPIs involved now. Yeah. I thought the same <laughs> when I, when I, when I was testing Meister task and there's a personal dashboard where you see the work that you need to do. That's already a big advantage. Oh, yeah. I think. ClickUp can, can work there to make it easier to see the task that you're actually working on. Also, they have places. It's always hard to find this. I know they're working on improving this. In MeisterTask, it's much task. It's much more in your face. You go on MeisterTask, you go to your dashboard, and there is what you need to do. Yeah. But as you're coming back to the thing, MeisterTask would work for everybody. Now I want to ask you, would you see MeisterTask in Big Corp? Yes, absolutely. So more than a thousand people. Yes. Where you absolutely. have managers having they need to have kpis it depends on what you use it for it's mm. um i wouldn't suggest to uh trust your business numbers with it <laughs> you know um, well, i always you... say kpis like watermelons on the outside green in the inside red so <laughs> it doesn't matter how good the tool is you will always mm -hmm. come up with these things yeah but in general yeah 
So yeah, goal tracking, the, the big picture and so on. Yes, so. yes, absolutely. Well, the big picture when it comes to how far along are we, how what is on everybody's agenda, and I don't mean the agenda function in in MeisterTask here. Yes, absolutely. And I have customers in big corporate I've, that are working with MeisterTask. Okay. It doesn't work for everything. You can't do... This is something that, I'm, that I've been asked quite a lot recently, is that can we have something like we, we in a task, we enter the sum, the net worth of a any project and then we can have like the, the monthly statement of how much do we have active? No, my status cannot do this. But, okay, um, that's too complex. I would say, I would also say, you know, yeah. you cannot have everything, but we have Meister, Meister Mind, right? No, Mind Meister. Mind Meister, Mind Meister yeah. which is the mind mapping tool from Meister Suite mm -hmm. and integrates with Meister Task. And my vision behind this would be as a manager in a corporate that I have my goals laid out in the map, have the birds I view, I see the status of the different tasks and so on. And then I can just open up this map and I see exactly where it is still read, where are the things over, overdue and so on. This is mm -hmm. what I would like see as a manager or open up in a smaller scale in the team huddle to see, okay, where are we, are we focusing on to keep this birds eye view? Is this possible in this scale with the integration uh, not as of now but you can do meister task and mindmeister and meister note as well by the way the, the news tool in the suite they are all interlinked through meister task because you can create a task from anything from everything mm -hmm. what you cannot see at a glance is how many tasks are done for example if you open a mind map in mindmeister you don't see this amount of tasks are still still have to be done or this amount of tasks is actually overdue. You can't do this yet. I hope that Meister Labs is on this. I really mm -hmm. do. You can see more detail of the tasks when you are in one of the other tools and see how much how far along are we. But I know that they are working they are working very very mindful if I might use this this term here because they are they're trying to add functionality um, when it makes sense. And I, I think that they get this feedback a lot. Absolutely. I can confirm in an interview with Michael, yeah. Michael Hollauf, the CEO from Meister, he said exactly the same thing. And I like this. That's, that's, I, I always call it the Apple approach yeah. where they, you know, they take a long time until yeah. they publish something, but when they publish something, usually it works. Not yeah. like in Android where you have then bugs introduced and things like that. Yeah. So I like this, that they are very mindful about this. They are mindful about their customer base, but I also know that they are, you know, want to more go into enterprise and corporate and so on. So having these things with the framework they already have in place. And I talked to, to Michael the same uh, about the same thing, like the ClickUp, they have all these features as well, but you can switch them off. Mm -hmm. So they are not visible on mm -hmm. the front end, but if you need them, you can switch them on and get them integrated. So this, mm -hmm. I think, is a good approach. So you can go from very simple to very complex if you need it. But the connection is really something where I think is the future. So having a mind map where I see these two tasks. And I think when you see the tasks on my mastermind, Mindmeister, I keep saying it wrong. <laughs> you don't see the status. There's no, you know, green or red thing on top, I thought. There's no progress indicator, no. Ah, okay, so you have to click on the task in, in order to see if it is active or not. Yeah. Status. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, at I, least we have the integration. Yeah, and the task doesn't even open in Mindmeister. If you click it, you, it will take you back to Meister task when you leave the context. Yeah. So, which is I good. Hope, yeah. Well, you can I, build, well, you, it's, it's good in a sense that you can build a single source of truth within Meister Suite. So, yeah, with the true. node, with, with Meister node, 
Note Meister, Meister Note. Meister Note. <laughs> Sorry about that. With Meister Note, that's the next step, right? Because everybody wants to have backlinks and all these two value yeah, yeah. synchronizations. And I'm a fan of this as well. We never want to duplicate data. So yeah. if you have something that you brainstorm about on the mind map, it's great to open the same thing up in, in the related source. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think the integration they, the, the integration they have is good at the moment. I hope they make it perfect. I really like your idea about having functions that you can turn off if it's too complex for some people. Mm. But and the single source of truth is also per perfect principle. What I meant before is if you click on a task in MindMeister or Meister Note for that matters, is that you're taking out of the tool that you're currently in. Mm -hmm. What I mean is you don't, the, the task doesn't open in MeisterNode or MindMeister, it opens in MeisterTask. You get, so you're thrown into a total different window. Mm. And that's, I think that's that, actually, yeah, coming yeah. from UI UX, I understand this, yeah. Sorry yeah. for interrupting. I, I no, that's okay. I, I just don't like this approach because it takes you out of the context. I gave the feedback to them. I don't know if they will do it, but as they usually do good stuff, I hope they will. <laughs> well, now the pressure is on because yeah. ClickUp just introduced their whiteboards. Mm -hmm. And in the early version they already have, they already implemented something very important, which is that you can create tasks, have them in there, and you see the status. And when you click on them, a pop-up opens with the task. When I close the pop-up, I see the map again. Mm -hmm. So they still have a long way to go with the, with the whiteboards, but they are within one tool, and I absolutely agree. Yeah. Another window opening, and then it takes you out of context. Yeah, that, that's a good point, actually. Yeah. And maybe, I don't know if this is technically even possible, but merging the three tools maybe in one tool might be an advantage. And then switching it off. You don't need mind, you don't need mind mapping, then yeah. you switch it off. But yeah, well, ClickUp uses ClickUp uses views for this, right? So you have always the same system and everything is just presented in different views. Yeah. Whereas in MindMice, everything is separated in different structures and databases. Yeah. Don't don't forget the people that I mentioned very early on when I talked about more workshops. I think they might be over, overwhelmed. Yeah. Even if Thank you, you do even if you can turn it off, if there's mind maps and if there's Meister node and if there's Meister task all in one UI, I don't know if I would win these people over. So I really like that the tasks themselves focus on what they are supposed to do. They focus on task management, they focus on mind mapping, and they focus on note taking. And they're interlinked together through tasks, but they can stay simple because they're separate. I don't know if you can merge them and end up with another. Let's mention another thing, Notion. Notion, super powerful tool, but super hard to use. I don't think this is the way they will go, but we'll see. <laughs> That's the issue with blank canvases. So people are just overwhelmed. People want to have the systems in place, you know, who are not nerds like us loving yeah. the, using these tools. We have to keep this in mind that not everybody loves implementing and, you, you know, using new tools. You mentioned it in the beginning yeah. and you also mentioned in the beginning that not so tech savvy people and so on. You win them very quickly with MeisterTask. I agree. You have a fancy background. It is much more connected to the people, personal usage. And one more thing. There's Kanban boards, right? So yes. it is based on Kanban. You mentioned this also in your partner expert video inside the membership. And you also explained there why you love using Kanban. Maybe you quickly tell us again why Kanban is so powerful. Quickly, Trello is, in the, you know, that's the very first Kanban tool that you could use, but they are limited to this. So why is MeisterTask better than Trello in this case? 
because it's simpler to use. <laughs> it's just simpler to use. It's more, it's the, the learning curve is uh. not as steep. But let's let's get back to the Kanban principle because you asked me why why I love the Kanban principle so yeah. much. Kanban is a very old system. If you if you I don't want to dive into deep here because you can watch the my my video in the expert section. But Kanban is a very old principle. It was actually invented by Toyota, I think in the 1920s. I don't know exactly the year, but they invented it for lean manufacturing and it evolved, mm -hmm. evolved ever since. And Kanban got really powerful when it when the digital age came around and people started using apps in their web browsers and especially when tablets came around like the iPad. I love Kanban so much because it's so extremely flexible because you always have sections and you always have these little cards and you can always decide yourself what is a section supposed to be and what is a card supposed to be. In the original Kanban system, the section was always related to the status of a task, right? It's uh, to do, doing, done. That's the stand mm -hmm. standard Kanban principle. But now in the digital age, you can reassign it to anything you like. It could be weeks. For example, if you want to have a publishing calendar for your social media marketing, you can have it uh, a section representing a week. You can have a section representing a customer. So all tasks related to a certain customer are in a section. You can have a section relating to a team member. So team members can accumulate all their tasks in their own section. And you can, the same thing goes with, goes with, um, with the cards themselves. You can decide yourself as a task card actually a task or is it a customer is it a project whatever and the same goes with tech so it's so highly flexible and customizable and that goes for all digital kanban tools i have to say Trello is the same asana is the same but MeisterTask just makes it more easy to use so and the reason is because in the paper-based version we have to see the due date right we have to see what is the state what do we do next now we have it yeah. on the card the due date we can have a different view like the timeline that we have yeah. in master yes. task and therefore we can use these columns in different ways yeah and that's also the difference to to i just want to figure out the difference between paper and digital what is making yeah. it this way yeah that's one reason but the other thing that makes it more powerful in the digital age is that you can adjust it in an instant Let's just imagine you have a big whiteboard with a Kanban board on it, right? You've, you've put your sections there and your little cards, and then something happens. You have to change something. There's an extra step in the process. Or you going back to that example with a social media marketing calendar, <laughs> you don't want to post weekly, but daily for a certain uh, amount of weeks. And then with the whiteboard, you would have to erase everything, mm. draw it back in, put the cards back in their right places. And with a digital system, it's just one click and there's a new section between two old sections. So it's just so flexible and so adaptable to in an instant that it's just, it's just amazing to me every time I, I do it. <laughs> Well, that's great. I think we could talk for hours about yeah. just about Meister Task, but there's yeah. a wealth of knowledge in your head that I want to leverage in the future as well. So mm -hmm. I would like to come back that we have the that you join us in a iCore group coaching course, but also we should have a follow-up interview at some point where we dive deeper into this. Björn. Anything that you want to share with the community? Before we do this, actually Thomas Flügli-Staller. Flügli-Staller. My light when sorry when I'm, I'm pronouncing it wrong, but now he wrote in English I'm also a certified solution focused and systemic oh. coach in Switzerland, and I organize my case administration in Meister Task. Well, that's interesting. <laughs> welcome to the uh, club, <laughs> welcome to the club. I was in Switzerland as well for eight years, yeah. So, Thomas, 
uh, feel free to come into the group coaching call when we do this then. Uh, happy to to have a round where we discuss more in detail about Meister Task. Björn, anything you want to share with the community before we finish the interview? I'm just glad to be here and I'm really looking forward to being a part of this community. I really do. That's awesome. Thank you very much, Björn. If people want to find out more about you, they will certainly find you in the partner expert section inside the community. But where else? On LinkedIn? I'm on LinkedIn. I think that's, and I'm on Xing. This is probably a more, more Europe focused professional network. And I have a website and the link is also on the, in the expert section. Great. And I will put it in the show notes as well below. Björn, thank you very much. You're and welcome. I catch you up very soon. Okay. Thank you for having me. Bye. Bye bye.